Hello everyone, Noble here, back for another episode of Noble Relating, the podcast of New Paradigm. We got another segment of Noble's Deep Dive uh, with me and my lady Pacha. Say hi to the people, Pacha. Hey, people, people. And uh, this time we're going to be talking about the lover archetype. We're going to talk about the lovers, the women out here getting the bag, getting this money. <laughs> I'm talking like, you know, our, the late, all the lady rappers, you know, from Mad Stallion, uh, City Girls, you know, all those women like that. Lotto, you know, who, this goes on. Um, something happened to me recently where, you know, I was watching a HBO show, rap, you know, rap shit, right? Mm-hmm. You know, with Easter Ray, because I love Easter, you know, I love, I love how she don't portray black people and, and produces her shows and whatnot. And in that show, it was just really apparent to me how these women were just really focused on getting this money from dudes, you know what I'm saying? And I was, and I, ever since then, I've been listening to different, like, rap songs by uh, lady rappers, and, um... I was really kind of getting into them, mm. you know what I'm saying? Because I felt like they would, they be go, like women rappers, they be going hard and they be killing people, but they don't actually be killing people in their songs. You know what I'm <laughs> right. saying? They ain't pulling up, they ain't pulling out no guns, they ain't no shooting, <laughs> no knives, but they coming for you still. The sister same, like they still chopping you down pit by bit. You know what I'm saying? Right. No, because like, like they gonna get what they want to get, mm. and ain't nothing you could do about it. Right. Right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. Like. Like, they out here getting it, you know? And um, and I was really just trying to think about, like, why um, that message has been propagated so much, you mm-hmm. know, over the past um, couple of decades, really. Because it even really goes back to, um, you know, Destiny's Child, Bills. Can you, know, you pay my bills? Right. Like, you got... Um, what was it? Um, scrubs, right? Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, this stuff's been going on for a long time. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. This ain't, it's not nothing new. It's just, it's getting a little bit more gangster. It's not. It's, yeah, these girls getting gangster, baby. Yeah, they you ain't. for me. I was like, oh, she demanded. <laughs> she like, hey. Yeah, yeah. It's just, they ain't, they ain't as cute with it no more because they ain't got to be. It's not dainty. No, no. It, ain't that, it ain't that dainty because, um, one thing I want to talk about is really what they're really doing is they're embodying a, the, the lover archetype. Mm-hmm. When I say lover archetype for people who don't know, again, um, I come from the progressive love school of thought. Uh, the Bakwa strategy system created by Rakim Sekou. Um, they're at progressivelove.com where you can check more about that um, out. And there's feminine archetypes and there's masculine archetypes, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, we all know that. You know, there's masculine and feminine um, and, and androgynous, mm-hmm. um, which is a whole different thing. And... There's submissive energies and there's dominant energies. Mm-hmm. You know, the lover is a feminine dominant energy, mm-hmm. right? When somebody's buying a lover, this is a woman who's who's bad. You know, what I'm saying, or at least he, she's bad to whoever's looking at her. You know, what right. I'm saying, there's varying degrees of what of what bad is. And they want that, <laughs> right? They want that, right? Like this is the equivalent to when for people who are aware of like womb choice dynamic. Yeah. Uh, typically, a woman is the one who's womb choosing you because it's like the womb or whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, if a man is really just all about you, he's really trying to, to be with you. This is like where you know the dynamic he's in. Typically, an MC type of dynamic, mm-hmm. more or less, because yeah. he's really wanting to be with this woman and he's just trying to find a way to make it happen. You know, yeah. he's got to talk some word game, do some shit to get mm-hmm. to get Share what he needs. Resources, secure you with some resources. Right, whatever he got to do. If he got to like, you know. 
you know, uh, provide a truck, you know what I'm saying? If he got to, like, uh, you know, throw some money, if he's got to, like, put some shit together, whatever he's got to do, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And I find that, in my opinion, the reason that a lot of women in these rap songs and whatnot are reverting, not really reverting, but embracing this lover-dominant energy is because it's, to them, is the safest way to relate to the masculine. Mm, the safest. The safest. Because I think from their perspective, from what I'm hearing in the songs and in the zeitgeist of how they're portraying themselves, a lot of the men out here in their perspective aren't really worth a lot. Mm. (laughs) No, they don't really have a lot of masculine presence. Mm. They're going to lie. All of them are cheating. Like they're unpredictable. They're unsteady. So if they're going to like interact with men at all. On a consistent basis. Oh, I see what you're saying. You see what I'm saying? Like, yeah, they know. You're saying that a woman in this type of dynamic knows that she can't even expect that type of masculine presence or that emotional support. So, right. what she can expect is for you to honestly like not be telling the truth, but you right. won't show the bag because you are messing up and this is your way of showing up because you know you're right. not showing up in another way. Right. And, and it's safe because, like, even no matter what he's doing out there, you still have the bag. You still have the money. You still have the control. Yeah. And a lot of times, you don't even really have to sense, have sex with these dudes. Yeah. Because the thing is, is, like, these men who are talking about money and all this other stuff, like, they really would like for a man to show up for them in a certain way, you know. Um, but since they're not... The only way for a man to really get to them is through giving them things or gifts. And they're in such a high dominant position because of lack of masculinity being presented to them. Like these men are very submissive that they can, um, women can like get things like, you know, Birkin bags or trips or whatever else without even having to have sex with the dude or some of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And now for me personally, you know, I was working at a tire shop. You know what I'm saying? Making like, uh, so I was making like $12 an hour or something like that. Mm-hmm. I was still pulling women. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like I had multiple women who knew, you know, who knew about each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I was, I wouldn't, I wouldn't pay it out. I would go buy dinner or something like that. You know what I could do. Yeah. But I wouldn't pay it out enough to be like doing that extravagant. Right. But I was still getting women, um, regardless because of just how I show up for women yeah. as a whole. Yeah. So I'm saying, and a lot of men aren't really able to do that. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. whatever reason. Yeah. Um. So for when women are, you know, talking these songs or whatnot, like it's really just them expressing the safest brand of femininity for them, wow. to where like they know. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah, you're making so much sense to me. It's um, it's a couple couples that I know, and I'm like that like what are y'all doing and now you're you're saying like that's the place that they're both safest he's the safest they're dealing mm-hmm. with her in that way yeah yeah and okay. she is too and that's why they're in it, it kind of stays in that type of dynamic and never shifts right to other possibilities of relationships right because um from a man's rationale if he works get his money right he ain't gotta deal with certain stuff yeah. Because, oh, were you acting out of pocket? Oh, you giving me you no know, guff? Like you saying, oh, I'm not, you ain't getting your rent paid this month. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. you want, oh, you want that bag? Well, you ain't getting it now because you get on my nerves. Oh, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? This is a little trick and reward. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, it, it's a way to almost manipulate, I think, and, and to force women into, um, 
That's a misplace. It's definitely material magic. <laughs> <laughs> I can, I, I'll give that. I'll give that. Um, the thing that I've noticed with that a lot of times is that a lot of women will be very happy with those offerings, those things, um, periodically. Periodically. But yeah. then when they look back over the totality of the relationship and then where they are in the present date, yeah. typically they tend to be a little unfulfilled. Yeah, like where's the deeper substance? Right. Yeah. They don't really feel loved. Right. They feel yeah. valued for their physicality, for yeah. like how pretty they are. Yep. They feel uh, value for their pussy. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like their material needs are met. Yeah. Like that, that internal, immaterial mm-hmm. need, that intangible need that we have is not being met. Right, right. And, um, and I just feel like it was this very, almost like an epiphany type of moment for me. When I looked at it, I was like, "Oh, like this is what these women are, yeah. are talking about. Yeah. Like this is why they're all talking about like the money, what." And yeah. a lot of these women, I think too, can't really fully grasp or comprehend what it is they really want from the masculine. Yeah, um, I think maybe some of the actual artists probably are smart enough to get to know what they want, yeah. but the women who are listening to their music maybe yeah. not. Yeah, you know what I'm and they totally buy into the culture as that's really it. Yeah, yeah, like there's nothing really deeper than no. that. And you know yeah, and, and you hear that so much in today's time and climate. That culture runs the media, really. Right. It runs the media. It's the material aspect. Mm-hmm. And so it's really affected this culture that we're in now. Where, you know, I mean, me thinking like, I'm always saying, man, this music today does just does not have the love and connection and union in it. It's all about mm-hmm. the material world. It's mm-hmm. like, just just give me the dick, just give me the bag, just give me the jewels, just give me the jack. You know what I mean? It's like, mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> they're yeah. not really talking about anything else. Yeah. And, and well, because there really isn't too much else to have faith in. Oh, honey. I feel like crying now. That's so sad. Well, again, I mean, I, I guess I don't think that's true from from a real standpoint, but I okay. do think from like their perspective mm. and vantage point, because of what they've seen and experienced over over like their lives, like yeah. they don't know really what else. Like they see, everything else feels like a fairy tale. Yeah, that's the only thing that feels. It's possible. like some heavily ever after like princess shit. That's yeah. not like that's not like real real yeah. stuff. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, like they were sold a bag of goods. And mainly, in my opinion, I feel like that primarily falls on the concept of monogamy. Mm. Um, and the fact that, like, women tie the value of love and care that they're receiving from a man based on his sexual fidelity to them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And it's very hard to get women to understand that when a man um, is attracted to or maybe intimate with someone else other than his wife, that he actually may love his wife very much mm-hmm. and have no intentions of leaving his wife. Mm-hmm. But from a, the feminist standpoint, it's like, well, if you loved me, you wouldn't do that. Right, right. Because most women, when they are really immersed into a feeling of love and care for a person... They can be okay with just one person. Right. Um, especially for a, a period of time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They can be, because they, they can feel safe and secure in that. Yeah. And again, especially with like the, um, 
the way women are portrayed today, that if they are with multiple women, in, women anyway, if women are with multiple men, then it's not safe because of all, you know, whole slut um, thought, like all these sexually explicit terms all pertain to women. Yeah. So in the back of their heads, it's like, I think a lot of women would naturally want to be with multiple men if they felt free to do so. Yeah. But some of them, are, so many of them are like so repressed to the point where it's like, well, they don't, yeah. They don't want to do that unless they are seducing and scheming. Oh, <laughs> no, out here. Unless, yeah, and there is no commitment right. to doing right. any of because that. Because then, like, even if they have um, some pejorative label or whatever put on them, mm-hmm. it's still like, well, I got this from you. Exactly. For you to yeah. put that on, that word on me. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter what you say because it's like, you know, you gave me S, 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 and this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like, you, and then they can talk about all the other shit that you ain't got and you ain't deficient. That's why the, that's why they're talking about the rap songs. It's like, yeah. well, well, okay, you can call me a hoe or whatever, but guess what? Like, I got this from you. I got this. Somebody else is going to give it to me. I don't mm-hmm. need you. I'm done with you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. You know? Um, and I feel like the real, it's kind of a double-edged sword. I don't really know who's going to be able to go first. Mm-hmm. But I feel like really the main thing that really could cure that and really help cure the perceived epidemic in my mind of black couples not being able to be together long term or at least mm-hmm. the perception of that mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. is to have black black men be able to stand in full presence yeah. with their women yeah. and in, in a loving masculine way mm-hmm. and for all women to be like you know we want that Mm-hmm. Because if the bad bitches say, "Look, we want that," yeah. then men will strive to be that. Yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Because you have men who are, you know, geeks or like, you know, guys who like never could get women in their in their life as teenagers or whatnot. So they grow up and they work on themselves and they become millionaires or whatever, thousandaires, mm-hmm. because they're doing it to get the women. Right. right you know what I'm right. saying? Because they feel like, well, if I get this, then women will want to be with me. Yep. But if we can have women point to a, a different brand of masculinity, mm-hmm. yep. saying like this is the brand of masculinity that we really want to be fulfilled and yep. and, and loved with, yep. and, and it will come with all this stuff because us as feminine magic will will make you rich. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So if you come to this masculinity here to support, you know, mm-hmm. emotional whatever, then more men will strive to be that. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? That's just, I, what I just saw in my head is that if a man can be everything a woman needs internally, she will create the magic to give that man the things that he wants externally. Ooh, ooh, ooh say it again. No more say it again. Oh shit, we dropping dollars on these bitches. Oh shit. Yeah, say that one more time for the people. They are right there. So if a man can be everything a woman needs internally, like can meet her internal needs, which is, you know, that's when you're a woman and you're feminine, like you need these particular adorations and all these different things. Mm -hmm. And she's filled up by your sunlight. She's going to radiate and help your external life look like what you as the man want it to look like. Correct. Correct. This is the battery we're talking about. Right. That you're supporting people with. Facts. Mm, I love it. <laughs> so like we need a sound thing that's like We drop bombs with that one. Yeah, we're gonna get that. We'll get that soon. 
go be like a go have a clues bomb or something like Dr. Bob or okay yes <laughs> so um but yeah so that is again in my opinion why um women are focused on the money and all that plus to um the energy dynamics in the Bagua system um you have a lover which is you know feminine dominant and you have the negotiator which is masculine submissive mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. um and I think it's really it's really funny to me how I find how so many men work so hard to make the money and to like get the stuff to be with the woman, not really knowing that puts them in a energetically submissive position. Yep. It's like you're working your ass off to be submissive to mm-hmm. to the bad to the baddies, really. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yep. <laughs> it's like I don't feel like when men really are grasping that yeah, concept. They don't understand it. And I feel the reason for that is because one thing that I learned when it comes to my spiritual evolution, it just kind of hit me one day um, after one of my near death experiences. Um, was. I feel like most men get their power, what drives them um, in terms of like their confidence and and validation from the outside in. Yeah, from the outside in. Whereas yeah. somebody like me, I, I'm to my own horn, like I get my shit from the inside out. That's right. I don't give a fuck what anybody say about me. You that's know what right. I'm saying? Like, and that's why... I'm on my Instagram, on my Facebook, you know what I'm saying? If you're going to be with me, you're going to you got to be a woman who knows I'm with other women. For sure. And you're going to know who they are and mm-hmm. and they're going to know who you are to a degree. Yeah. I'm saying what I know there's some things that can be kind of sacrosanct within relationships, I believe that. Mm-hmm. Uh some things can be a little segregative, but it, it's up to me to make sure everybody knows. <laughs> I need to Google it. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you was in these big Sagittarius. <laughs> I don't understand. Can you Jupiter? <laughs> like, you know, I'll talk about Miss King of Diamonds and Four Clubs Day. I'm like, oh, what? 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 Like, bring that cardiology. Anyway. Um, so, yeah. I'm, I can't remember why I said segregative now. You just dropped some bombs. Oh <laughs> you guys, make sure you write that word down and Google it. <laughs> um, oh, crap. What was I talking about? Why was I saying that? Um, I don't know, baby. I'm with you right here. I forgot, <laughs> I forgot we were walking. We were talking about the uh, men and having to work their butts off to be submissive. Oh yeah, work their butts off, and right. they're in the they're in the submissive space. Right. And you were saying that you are more so a man. Who... Oh right, 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 right. I get my stuff from the inside out. Right. And I don't really care about you know what other people are saying about me or their perceptions of me. Yeah. Because I need to stand very clear on the fact of like of like who I am, so women can make the decision to be with me. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Right. Um, and I feel like I, I see a lot of, I think a lot of polyamorous men have a hard time with that. And that's not everybody's, everybody's stilo, you know what I'm saying? That's not everybody's like, you know, fascia in terms of how they're going to really go about doing things. Mm-hmm. Like it's not going to work for everybody. That's just how I choose to relate to be kind of out and open. Cause to me, I feel like it narrows my field. Mm-hmm. Like I'm not going to get to be with every woman that I want. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I see some girls. Um, well, first off, I rarely choose women. Yeah. Rarely. 
Um, it has happened sometimes, but I rarely choose them first. Where it's, oh man, she's just bad. I need to be with her. Mm-hmm. You know, saying um, I will approach. You no, know, some a woman's magnetic and beautiful. Maybe I like ask to fill her out, but she ain't feeling me. You right. know, what I'm saying it's like, well, all right. <laughs> Yeah. That's why I make it very clear from the jump. No, if you ask any woman who's met me, um, one of the first things they're gonna know about me is that I'm polyamorous. Yeah, I'm gonna say a lot. They're gonna know, and they're gonna they're gonna ask me how many girlfriends I got, and I'm gonna tell them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna add them up. I got, blah, 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 you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's difficult for most men to do because they feel like behind that level of transparency is drama. Right. Whereas it's the they complete, have no idea that exposing the truth is the complete opposite. It eradicates the drama. Right, because like there's women who dramas in the mystery. Yeah, yeah, because women who are dramatic, who are who are not with that, like they're not going to stick around. They're, they're not, not even going to like talk to me. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And and that's another reason why it's hard for women to trust and believe in men to that degree because when they are being mysterious, because that. That's reserved really for the feminine. Yes, mysteriousness, mystique is a feminine quality. Yeah, that's a feminine quality. Yeah. So if you're as a man, if you're not upfront, you're not straight with like who you are, what you're about. Yeah. Like they're not really going to be able to trust you Mm -mm. in the way that they really want. Right. You know what I'm saying? They don't Um, feel like you're a sturdy platform to stand on. No, no, they're not. Because that's because you're doing. Stand here, I'm gonna fall through the floor. (laughs) (laughs) Be doing all kind of stuff. I don't know. Yeah, exactly, exactly. It's it's very unsafe. (laughs) type of feeling right you know what i'm saying um so for me what i've tried to do was to i've always wanted to be somebody who was in a leadership position yeah like i've always really esteemed to that mm-hmm. um even when i was a little boy you know i really liked you know leonardo the ninja turtle because he was a leader mm-hmm. i liked the the red power ranger because he was a leader yeah. You know, like the Captain America or like whoever was in front. You know, whoever was the dude that was like, yo, I'm in charge here. Like, everybody get behind me. I'm going to take you to the promise. You know what I'm saying? Like, whoever was the guy was the guy that I always gravitated to as a little kid. Yeah. You know? Um, the problem with that, I think, for most men is that, like, the leadership energy, the kingship energy is, like, the most difficult energy to really bring online. Mm-hmm. You really can't do it until you get the other masculine archetypes going to a degree you gotta have your soldier right yeah gotta have your monk right yes. um you gotta have your lover right you know and i'm talking mm-hmm. about when i say that i'm talking about these are like the more um dominant uh forceful archetypes yeah you know the um the um monk the soldier the lover and uh the leader yeah because you know as, even though lover is a feminine archetype technically mm-hmm. um we all can embody that yeah and it's not and, and i really um, thanks to a, a womb twist I had recently, uh, she really helped me to embrace my lover energy. Mm-hmm. You know, she really pushed me towards that to be able to like, you know, dress mm-hmm. in a certain way or to show up in a different way. Mm-hmm. Um, and it is really powerful how now that I feel very confident in my leadership king energy with the women that I relate to, mm-hmm. how if I really look at my relationships, I don't have any dramatic situations. Like nobody's really coming at me crazy. Right. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's like, you know, confused. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? And I don't even really know. Um, 
I've even developed tactics to really be able to like, you know, see the stuff coming before it hits me. You know what I'm saying? Like I can see the storms brewing. Like I got a uh I got a barometer, you know what I'm saying? Like I could yeah. I could I could tell it coming. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like get ahead of that shit. I got Maybe like a Richter scale. That's a meteorologist. Yeah, man. Meteorologist energy happening with the feminine. I, I do, I do. Like, and when you study, when you look, you know, you really can kind of pick up on on, on certain things. Yeah. You know, what I'm saying yeah. to, and, and it's almost like a, um, it's almost like a, a sacrosanct practice of divine masculinity in, mm-hmm. in a way. I don't really know how else to really say it. Yeah. Um, and I feel like that if you're really, if men really focus on cultivating that type of brand of masculine energy, um, it only takes a few and for a few women who are like baddie women, like really good women who like, or like the women who are like, you know, just, just, just straight lovered out to really value that instead of just the money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like. It could really change the whole paradigm in terms of like the black community or in, yeah, in the it world. It changes the climate completely. Completely. Yeah. Because really, men do the shit they do <laughs> to get women. Right. <laughs> so if like a woman is not choosing you, you eventually gonna be like, I need a new game plan. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> like not over here. You know, all the stuff that we're doing, the money we're making, like right. the things we're inventing, like. If you look at any story in history, you know, what I'm saying all the men who went out and did some crazy shit, like, like. What did he get at the end of it? He got right. the girl. <laughs> like at the end of it, you know, he got the girl. Superman saves Lois. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, the, the Ninja Turtles, we saved, they saved April O'Neil. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yeah. it's, it's just, um, it's just the motivation and, and the setup for how the masculine tends to operate. Yeah. And I feel like it's really important for, I feel like it's really important for people to get this, but I don't really even really know how to how to start propagating it on a wide scale, mm-hmm. other than trying to me trying to be that what it is that I'm trying to see. Yeah, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't know how else to really get the message out. I, I, I would like to. I don't know if it's going to fully happen in my lifetime. Yeah, you know. Yeah, uh, my vision. It's actually something that you said earlier today, babe. What, man? It's like. Like eventually, I know I know I'm on a podcast right now. This is audio, and we'll probably maybe look back on this in a couple of years if I'm able to do what I want to do. But um, I want to. I'm gonna preface this by saying first, I miss Kevin Samuels. Oh, I miss the dude. I really do. <laughs> I felt like he had a really really good message, mm-hmm. but I felt like he was way too aggressive to get it out to women. Yeah, he was trying to beat them over the head with rationality. He was not delivering. No, he was not delivering anything to make the women feel safe enough to be able to comprehend his message because he was, the way that he was speaking to them was very um, pejorative. Um, uh, He was casting a lot of aspersions on the... (laughs) (laughs) Y'all be writing these words down, y'all. Write them down. (laughs) Uh, Casting a lot of aspersions on them. And, um... It was just putting them down in a way to where they wouldn't allow him to pick them back up. They were not receptive. He does right. not understand his approach. 
right. closed a woman's certain women's receptivity completely most, off. Most, maybe like ninety five percent. Ninety five percent of women, I they would just say. we we shut it down. Right, we put our wall up um, so that you cannot hurt us and, and penetrate us with your words. Right, and most men, and he talked to men like that for years. Mm-hmm. And got mostly positive results because yeah. men were just like, all right, well, yeah, you're right, shit. Because yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like he, because it's pro a lot. Just like we can't really say shit back. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. after a while, like you keep beating us over the head with logic. It's like, well, that shit makes sense. You know? Yeah. It doesn't work like that for women. No. Uh, what I would like to do is to kind of have a show, kind of like Kevin. Yeah. Um, like you were, you know, you alluded to. Yeah. But where um able to really listen, hold space for women. Mm-hmm. Like a whole show might just be one girl going off or whatnot, you yep. know what I'm saying? And then I just be like, I can, I feel like I have a talent to be able to calmly transition women into a space where they can understand the message I'm trying to get them. Yes. And the flaw and what it is that they were maybe feeling mm-hmm. and how what they're feeling is like kind of overshadowing the rationality of the problem. Yes. And I feel like I can do that from a loving kind of caring space. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's your gift. It's really your gift to, like, you father the mind in a way that's loving and helps it be receptive. Like, little girls listening to their daddies, like, they listen to their father because they know they can trust him. They know they're going to be loved no matter what. They know they're going to be taken care of in the way they need. So now there's a level of receptivity that's, it's just absorbing. It's like, yes, I want to absorb what's being said. Mm-hmm. I want to integrate it. I know he's going to help me integrate. And that's the pieces. That's where Kevin Samuels was not able to integrate his message. Right. And one of the things I've been trying to do with my um, 24-hour support services that I offer women is really just that. Yep. But giving them a, a long-running uh, long-running span of time over a course of a month yep. to be able to really dig into some of their, like, really mm-hmm. what the deep core issue is to help right. them see it. Yeah. I know with one of my clients, you know, we got to the end of her four weeks. Uh, we maybe had, like, a few days left, and I asked her, like, all right, so what do you think has been the main triggers that's been going on with you? Mm-hmm. And she really kind of couldn't tell me. And I was like, I just told her, like, well, you vented about this thing, this thing, and this thing. Repeatedly, mm. you looped all month, yeah. like everything that you, every situation wow. um, that was every that you thought was different. You all pretty much came down to the same three events, yeah. And we came down to see that like th- like they were proclivities, and um, two of them were patterns. Mm-hmm. One was a proclivity, two were patterns. Mm. Um, and for people who may not know what that means, when it comes to things that are triggering us, things that are um, Affecting our consciousness and irritating us to like a high degree, um, sporadically, uh, consistently. Uh, We're talking about those things being either potentials in the other person, meaning that somebody is doing something that you would like to do, but you feel like you can't do. Uh, It is a proclivity, meaning that somebody is um, doing something that you do do, but you don't like it. Or it is a pattern. Meaning it's something that you have experienced multiple times throughout your life. Yeah. Right? And I help women to end up, uh, identify what those are. Because yeah. it's very clear to see over the course of talking to somebody for a month, mm-hmm. you know, what what what's going on. It's hard for you to see your own ass. But, like, yeah. I, can see, I can see you very clearly after a month yeah. of you just calling me to vent about what's going on in your life. Yeah. So we can get down to the real issue. And, um, and that's what I try to do is, like, kind of... Um, 
cultivate or direct women into the scenarios that they actually want. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And the problem that I find a lot of women have is like they don't really understand the energetic vibration of the scenarios that they deeply, deeply want. Right. Because they know the superficial benefits of what's being presented to them in terms of like get the bag, get the money, mm-hmm. you know, be the lover. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is all well and good for women who feel like they're attractive. You know, but women who don't find themselves to be attractive, you know, it's is very that whole message in itself is very triggering. Yeah. You know, um I know just like when uh WAP came out, a lot of women were kinda of triggered by that song. You yeah. Know? Yeah, because if even if they even if they are pretty, you have lots of men like they they feel like oh well I'm not that so that means I can't get this from the masculine. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And that's not that, that's not even necessarily how that works either. Wow. Yeah. You know? Yep. Yep. That's that's the whole thing, baby. That I'm I'm listening to you like man, women be out here like oh I need a break, I need a vacation, I need to go out on a retreat. Like being able to retreat and purge mm-hmm. through your stuff for a month and figure your stuff out and see, wow, this is why I'm frustrated with this. This is like, you really spit it all out on a board so it can be reorganized. Right. That's the retreat women need in their life. Bump trying to go to a beach. Wait till you, you know, like get your stuff together so you can really go enjoy it. And you're not there moping and like, I can never have what I wanted. Like, right. no, this is an inner retreat. When yeah, you yeah. go away with yourself, mm-hmm. you go away with a guide Mm-hmm. And y'all get it done, get it, get it unfolded. Right, a, a month, four weeks worth of solace and retreat and and work to a degree, God can possibly change the outcome of your whole rest of your life. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? At least yep. this is the way I do it. Like, I'm just yeah. gonna, I'm pat myself on the back for that. I'm talking for sure. shit. <laughs> you, you, you just help those women. It's like you just put them on the dance floor and you let them go, and then you say, oh. You've been stepping with this foot, and that foot. How about you try this foot? Yeah, and that leg, foot. Leg and teach you how to dance, you baby. Not, teach that's you not the beat you want. Get you on it. Come on now, let me show you. Yes. Yeah, but I feel like um, no, that's just a big thing when it comes to you know what we're seeing with like you know again in the rap songs for women. Um, we have a lot of men. And a lot of men actually feel taken advantage of. I was just of, about to say that, baby. What about yeah. the other side of that where the yeah. men have worked so hard to become this symbol of material uh, abundance? And then right. they're mad that the women actually just want what that. You have worked so hard. You, <laughs> right. have, you, you created this honey. Uh-huh. And now you're mad when the bees come. Like, yeah, yeah. what are you mad about? This is what you put out on Front Street. Right, right. Now um, it's an awakening, too, for men to say, wow, I really do want more. Mm-hmm. But again, even with them, I feel like a lot of them don't really know, again, how to break through women's cognitive incidents mm. to get them to see beyond the material. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah. Like, how do I get these um, these baddies to value something more than what I have financially in my bank yeah. account? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. To the degree, where I saw one show where this guy um, had a fiance and he had never like they haven't met before. It was like oh. one of the shows like Nine Day Fiance or something like that. Okay, and um, she he told her what he did. In terms of like flipping houses and real estate, but he didn't give her a lot of details. Uh He never showed her pictures of his house or um, his car or anything like that. 
and he had been married and divorced before. Okay. And he was so hurt from his divorce that he didn't trust women. Ooh. And he felt like women only valued him for his stuff, what yeah. he was able to do because he was kind of well off financially. Mm-hmm. So when this woman came to see him for the first time, mm-hmm. he picked her up in like this um, old beat up van oh. that was like a work van. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Something he did for like, it was his, but it was like a work thing. Gotcha. And he took her to his childhood home oh, wow. that was like dilapidated wow. and, um, and like kind of torn down. Mm-hmm. To see how she would react if she had to live in these meager um, situation. Yeah. To see if she would really value him as a person. Yeah. Um, instead of like his stuff. Right. The problem with that one is that like he led her to believe that he was making a certain amount of money. Yeah. And even though she didn't see what the results were, she yeah. thought the money was here. Yeah. So he, she was expecting at least a certain standard. Mm-hmm. And when she saw something completely different, it was like, "Oh, well, you've been lying to me. You, like you didn't really, you don't oh, value me. She you didn't know, you show up as a sweet darling. No, she, she couldn't. Like, you you should have seen the house. You know what I'm saying? Like you oh, saw, you saw where I grew up. Yeah, it was worse than that. Oh. <laughs> like that shit was torn down. Oh my god. You know what I'm saying? And uh, it was like, it's like she was giving up her life and everything to come be with him, and she felt like she got hoodwinked. Oh, gotcha. She was bamboozled. Right, right. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, because she wanted a certain physical, material experience. And it wasn't even... She wasn't even really expecting something like high class. Gotcha. But she didn't... He didn't even pre- present something like middle class. Right. She was like, and I feel like he went excessive. He did. His... Because cause he was hurt and he was scared by yeah. um, how the feminine would perceive his accomplishments and his stuff that he worked for. Yeah. And he had no confidence in his actual inward masculine presence to be able to, you know, keep her with him. Yeah, standing firm. Right. In himself. Yeah. He's like he he didn't he just felt like well when something goes wrong, and my money is funny that she's gonna leave me. Yeah. Because that's yeah. what his wife did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? And a lot of men have that issue where they feel like women don't value them more than just the money. Yeah. And then there are men who don't have money who feel like, well, they can't get women they want to get because they ain't got the money they want. Right. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and again, with that, I think it's, again, personally better for me. Like, that's why I don't really choose women. But all my women I date are attractive. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm happy with them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and I rarely, and I think a lot of men too tend to like maybe scroll through Instagram and stuff, or scroll through like sites and see all these like, like bad, like really bad women, like tens or whatnot, mm-hmm. and like they really are desirous of them and they want to like do certain things to get them. Yeah. Like personally, I stay away from like nines and tens. It's just dangerous. <laughs> As a man, I just I can't. I don't do it. You don't want to do that. Dang. That's a whole different thing. <laughs> That's even more for like a man conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'm lost over here. I'm like, yeah, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into that right now. But I still have to say, is I understand um, why women, especially when these rapper ramming these songs, why they do that. Like I understand what they're going through. I understand what they really want, and I really hope that I can strive to like you know, show other men how to. Get these women to be like you know peaceful and harmonious, and, and show up for them in the way that they want, so that they will show up in the way that we want. Mm-hmm. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's the goal, man. Mm. Love it. Well, <laughs> we talked about a lot right there. And uh, again, that stuff was kind of out there. But if you have any questions, you know, guys, uh, feel free to hit me up, noblerelating.com. Um, it's my website. Anybody looking for 24-hour support, um, emotional support services, uh, go to the same website, noblerelating.com, um, and hit me up. You no, know, uh, so I can, like, you know, again, you know, be the space for you to uh, let things out, clear out some energies so that we can get you where you really want to be, get you on the path that you where you want to go. Yep. It can be done. Facts. So thanks again for tuning in, guys. We've got another special guest coming up next week on episode number relating, the podcast of the new paradigm. Until then, peace. Peace.